0: Yo 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 yo. How's everybody doing? Why why did I start it like that? Because I never know how I'm gonna start this. I don't have somebody looking at me like on some three, two, one, go. I haven't done any sitting around and thinking about, hmm, how should you start this? Should you know what I mean? Because that feels like some network. Normal, scheduled shit. And this is ignorant as fuck. I I have no schedule to this. Even though I I dropped a, like, 10-minute episode about trying to do shit on time and actually putting these out regularly. Regular? How do you say You can't say it, fuckface. Regularly? 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 You know, put them out all the time so that everybody knows when it'll be happening, so they can get in here and hear me, especially my friends, because I don't, I don't internet. This is the closest to interneting I've ever done, so this will allow everybody to see like where, <laughs> where the fuck I am, what I'm doing, and how ignorant I've become in my age. You know, I, I mean, I was ignorant at, at, when I was younger, but you get away with being like, oh, you're young and dumb. And it was like, I'm just dumb. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and it's fun to say dumb, ignorant things, especially if you're aware. Like when you're not aware, it's funny also, but then it's kind of sad, you know, where like I'm aware of the ignorance that comes out of my mouth. And you think like I just be saying like reckless things There's plenty that does get held back. I mean, like, I have a gig. You know what I mean? Like, I can't talk crazy reckless at my gig. I mean, I talk pretty recklessly. But I can't say, like, what I'm actually thinking at my gig. Like, when Karen shows up, I can't just let her fucking know. You know her energy? She came up to me and was like, I need somebody to help me. And it's like, bitch, like, did you hear? You didn't even ask. I mean, it was, but, but it wasn't. Like, you demanded. Like, you're Cersei or some shit. This ain't Game of Thrones, bitch. Do you fuck your brother? Maybe that's your problem. Are you sick to your stomach because you were fucking your brother? And you know if I knew, I'd think you were a piece of shit. So you're just out really a piece of shit right out the fucking gate. Go fuck yourself. I should be allowed to tell you go fuck yourself. LeBron did that the other night. Was that last night LeBron did that? LeBron had some <laughs> some fucking Karen. It didn't even matter that I don't even, I'm not really attracted to Blondes, even though I've dated a few. But she was super attractive. But she was Karen. It don't matter. Karen, it doesn't matter. Karen is an attitude. Karen doesn't have a race. She she tends, you know, if she gets to go full villain, she got a haircut. So that you can see that bitch coming. That's like she, you know what I mean? She was a bad guy, but she didn't have her uniform yet. You know, like when Spider-Man's trying to figure out how to put his suit together. And he's out there wearing terrible costumes. You figure the villain got the same thing going on, right? He got a terrible costume the whole motherfucking time. He's trying to put together this evil arsenal. And to let everybody know that he is a force to be reckoned with. So he's going through all these terrible motherfucking costumes until he finds the one you know what i mean he's finally magneto you know what i mean that's the costume i figured it out you know the joker you you figured it out you know what i mean this is what i look like this is my costume like, that's what Karen's superpower is. Like, the bitch that got, that LeBron, I don't know what she said, but she was chirping real hard, and the refs and everybody, and they're like, you got to get this bitch out of here. And she got thrown out the game. And LeBron tweeted about it today. What's today? Oh, today's my motherfucking birthday. That's some old shit to act like I didn't know what today was. I looked at the fucking date and was like, oh, look at that. Motherfucking grandhogs Day. I'm a motherfucking groundhog in this bitch. Happy birthday to me. Four minutes to say happy birthday to myself. But that's just what it is. You know, we in a good mood. We out here talking shit. And LeBron had this Karen thrown out. She was really good looking and she had long hair and it was pulled up. She was dressed well, you know what I mean? Like, so every guy, I'm not trying to hear a guy say he wouldn't fuck this bitch in the face. You know what I mean? You, You would. And it was funny that. She's good looking. And LeBron tweeted about it today and was like, Karen was mad mad, (laughs) you know, because she was. And the beauty of him calling her Karen is that outwardly she doesn't look like the stereotype of how we deduce Karen. And all it is is this bitch has a why you gotta call her a bitch? Because it was just part of the flavor. That's how we're talking. It, it's a part of the flavor. It, it, it made it better. And this woman, man, eh, get the fuck out. It don't sound like I would say that because I wouldn't. It, it wasn't in the mood. The mood was like, so he got this bitch thrown out of the place. And, and then he tweeted today that it was Karen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is funny as shit. Because, you know, white people don't have derogatory terms thrown at them real hard. You know what I mean? You call them racist. But, you know, racist is hard. But you call a white person racist and it hurts them, especially if they don't think they are. You know what I mean? Especially publicly. That hurts a white person bad. You can't, you call a black person racist, he just be like, mm. <laughs> It's like calling a white person hunky. You call a white person hunky, it don't do nothing. <laughs> you call a black person racist, it's like, What? Like, yeah, I don't like you. I don't like you because you're white funny as fuck it don't do nothing but he called her Karen and she doesn't look like the stereotypical you know what I mean short hair, mean semi round even if she ain't round you can see the mean coming off of her you know what I'm talking about and it's just because you get lost in the way she looks because she hasn't been comfortable enough to Put on her uniform yet. She don't know what her uniform is yet. And so she don't got the haircut. And as soon as the haircut shows up, you'll see that bitch from around the corner and know that you're in danger. You know what I mean? Like, oh no. The bad guy is here. Like you would know it. You know? Like, so she didn't have she don't have it yet. She's still a new coming to it. She's a henchman right now. She ain't she ain't the, the A1 yet. She's just a henchman. She's disposable. And that's what LeBron did to her. He disposed of her. Like, she don't don't exist no more. But that's what that is. You know, who who else did that? Like, Megyn Kelly. She used to be super sexy and shit. And then once she tried to flip from Fox, like, she wasn't like that because she was getting treated like the people that she treats. Fucking stupid. And she cut her hair down and went to MSNBC and it was like, mmm, there it is. You know what I mean? The uniform. You know what I mean? It shows itself. She went full Karen mode. I don't even know where that bitch is. I know she still does that shit. She's still newsworthy, but since I don't watch that shit, I don't ever hear her anymore. Because she's the bad guy. So, who else? Who else is like that, this blonde, that don't look like that? What's that girl's name today? Uh, Tommy uh, Lauren? Tommy Lauren. Tommy... Laren, Tommy Laren, Tommy Laren. That bitch, the, the blonde. You know what I'm talking about? Jordania, everybody. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like that chick. She, on first appearance, if you didn't know who she was, she wouldn't look like Karen, you know? And it's because she doesn't have the Karen haircut. But if that bitch cut her hair short, you'd see her from a mile away. You'd be like, oh my God, this bitch is terrible, And it's just because, again, she doesn't have her uniform on. You think she's big like this, and you think that's full-blown her, and that ain't it. She got more, and they ain't ready for it. That bitch gonna show up. She's young. She hasn't even started yet. She gonna get that haircut, and that shit's gonna turn real. Motherfucking Karen going hard in the paint. But, you know, 2021, it's pretty dope, That you know what I mean? A black guy can throw a white woman to the side like that and everybody be okay with it. (laughs) I've had that happen to me before. You know what I mean? I had like a crazy white lady attack me and call the cops. You mean, like a domestic dispute type scenario. And and I wasn't in fault. This bitch is crazy. And they go get her, you know? Amazing. And throw her to the side. doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Justice. And that's what that was, man. LeBron got justice. This bitch thinks she's above, uh, above reprimandment, I guess. I was like, go fuck yourself, bitch. You suck. I looked up and saw you scrolling pictures and saw that Screech died. Damn, that's sad. But only because I remember him and he's around my age. You know what I mean? It's my birthday, which puts me in my 40s. I mean, I guess I've been in my 40s, but I'm 42 now. And I didn't watch Saved by the Bell because it was fucking corny. Just like I didn't listen to Insync. I mean, you know those songs, but I wasn't listening to that shit. I wasn't listening to Backstreet Boys. I wasn't listening to the motherfucking new kids on the block. I didn't do that. But it reminds me of the era of when I grew up. So even though I didn't listen to it, I do remember what I was watching. You know? I'm not watching Save by the Bell. But I'm watching Martin. You know? I ain't watching, I ain't listening to Britney Spears and NSYNC. I'm listening to Eminem and Dr. Dre and Jay-Z. Like, it puts me in those times, and it's pretty sad to hear that. I th- What'd he have? He had, like, lung cancer or some shit like that? That's a, I gotta be a rough one. Can't fucking breathe? Like what happens when you die on that shit, dude? You just, you, you can't breathe and you suffocate? I mean, fucking Brutality. That's the weirdest part about getting old Is having to finally deal with the mortality that you have on you. It's like, you. Know, my whole life, I've been pretty young. I mean, and I'm already aware of this. I was aware of this in my 30s, but. You've been young your whole life, but I'm semi-healthy too. I've had knee surgeries from playing sports, but nothing bad has happened to me yet, knock on wood, because of my age. And I semi-take care of myself, but you've been young your whole life, so you never have to worry about... What you're eating, how you're sleeping, you know, things that help you actually take care of yourself. And now I'm at a point in life where it's like, if I don't pay attention to what I do it in another decade, like, those heart attacks and things that happen to people in their 50s start popping off. And, dude, that's that's less than a decade away for me. It's like, you got to get it together. And that shit is fucking wicked. Trying not to be fucking fat. So what I did is cut out processed foods for the most part. Further. Further. And anything that my body assumes is sugar, I just don't fuck with it anymore. And what I mean by like assumes, with, I think I talked about this already, but it don't matter because I like talking about the food shit. And because what I did fucking worked. Like, I, I, I'd i be reading the back of the box, and it'd be like, this shit only got, like, one gram of... It, it only got six grams of sugar in it. And it'd be like, oh, it's not even that bad. It don't even have that much, right? But in, in a serving, you know? And it'd be like six chips in a serving or something stupid like that. And maybe it only had that much, but... That six grams was like triple your daily sugar intake or something. Like you didn't need no more. So now you're already above where you needed to go from just eating whatever you ate. You probably ate too much of it. And what other sugars are in everything else you're eating that is spiking everything you're doing and got you over your limit? Because you just ate this and it put you over your limit. So not only does the sugar, it's too much. The preservatives and everything else that goes into any making anything that's processed. Your body doesn't know what any of that shit is. None of that shit is normal. You know, you didn't eat food and got whatever the fuck they did. They might have made something that was like that. But your body knows Your body knows that you didn't eat this and get that nutrient, that they made something, and it is kind of like that nutrient, but it isn't. So your body doesn't know what to do with that shit. And what do you know about this? I I don't know anything. This is just my rationale, right? Your body knows what's natural because your body is natural. It's like your, your body knows that you look a particular type of way, so when you get reconstructive surgery and make your face look different and now all of a sudden you're pretty when originally you weren't and then you have kids, your kids don't come out looking like your surgery face. (laughs) They come out looking like what was happening before because it knows natural. Naturally, you look like an ugly face. So you have ugly face babies. Unless you did some mixed baby shit. Then, you know, all those babies come out pretty because... That's a stereotype and great, (laughs) but your body knows that that processed food ain't real. Doesn't know what to do with it because your body wants to get nutrients to be able to build muscles and give you better brain function and repair things and And do stuff productive for your body, and you give it shit, and it's like, dude, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Louis C.K. got a great bit about that shit, talking about donuts and being like, what do you want me to do with this? You want me to fucking like give you better brain function or make some muscles? I can't do anything with this fucking gelatinous piece of shit. What do you, oh, look at him. He's gonna eat another one. Well, what are we gonna do with it? I don't know. He says some shit like, put it in his. Put it in his back or some shit like that. Put it in his back. I always think, put it in there. How do you get a cankle? Same thing. Put that shit in his fucking ankle. Fat fuck. The fuck is he eating three days? He's going to eat another one. And it's hard not to do that shit. Like super, super, super fucking hard. And I'm super worried about doing it. And then... um, Oh, people wishing me happy birthday. My bad, everybody. Had to text back. But um, I worry about eating the food or, or not eating the proper foods to allow my body to naturally do what it, it needs to, to be as productive as it can. And the food is, I mean, obviously you gotta be working out and shit, but the food is so paramount in being healthy that it terrifies me to not do it. Like you, like like one thing I cut out the processed food, right? Now trying to eat 2000 calories is ridiculously hard, like super, super fucking hard. And, Originally, I felt bad about not getting there all the time because I'm like, dude, I got to eat so much. Like I would eat like oatmeal with like good peanut butter, not like fake Jiffy peanut butter. And uh, with fruit in it and then eat a salad for lunch. Maybe I'll have some chicken with it. And then no dressing or nothing. A vinaigrette of some sort that doesn't have anything wicked in it. Most of the time I would do pomegranate seeds or I'll cut up tangerines or oranges and squeeze the juice onto the salad to make it wet. But I don't use dressing and shit because it got processed shit in it and it's fucking you up. Have that for lunch and then eat like a solid dinner. You know what I mean? Piece of meat. Hopefully from like the farmer's market where they didn't pump a whole bunch of weird shit into it, making it big and, gr- and weird. And then you have to eat whatever made it weird, weird. So now you're eating weird shit. And your body's like, what the fuck is this weird shit? And then does what it does. It fucks it up. So attempt to go get a good piece of local meat. That's how you pull that off. More expensive, but better for you. So go get local meat. And then try to get local veggies and everything. Eat like a potato, sweet potato, regular potato, whatever the fuck. And some other sort of veggie. And that be the meals for the day. And it be like, and eat heavy, eat a dumb amount of veggies and a dumb amount of salad. And even after that, at the end of the day, it be like 15, 1,600 calories. Like I can't, it's hard to get to 2,000 calories, it it really is, and the more I thought about it, it kind of made sense, of course it's hard to get there if you're eating real food, it's based on their food, that 2,000 calorie diet is their food, and that's why you're fucked up, is that you're following that plan, you're following the plan of the people who reside in the administration that has two factors in it, you know what I mean, It's not the food administration or the drug administration. It is the food and drug administration. It's one and the same, which I completely understand, by the way, from the agricultural part where, like, they have to make a whole bunch of food for, what, almost 400 million people. Like, it's absurd. You know, you have to find some sort of shortcut because you don't have People aren't doing it for themselves and you have to make an absurd amount of food for people. You got to figure out how to do it. How do you get it to them? How do you get it to them without it being spoiled and fucked up? And then how do you sustain it? And it's like, dude, drugs. Drugs is how that's all pesticides are. You know what I mean? That's what preservatives are in your food. They're drugs. They're drugs for your food, and then you ate the food drugs, and now your ass needs drugs. You know what I mean? It's part of it. They're, they're creating a new weird human. Maybe the Kardashians are, are, are above the grade. Maybe they figured it out. You know, they're changing you on the inside with how you eat, how you process food. I mean, fuck, they're making peanuts that don't even have peanuts in it now so that pe- peanut allergy people can have a peanut. So they're making from the inside out, new human beings. Glute, you know, when I was a kid, did nobody talk about having no motherfucking gluten allergy? Like all these fucking allergies now. These are new human beings. Like the, in the evolution of what a human is, and that's what the Kardashians did with the outside of themselves. Is they changed themselves so much on the outside they don't even look like they used to look. You know what I mean? Michael Jackson didn't do it very well. <laughs> Cause the technology wasn't as good. Or Michael Jackson might have looked like Brad Pitt or some shit. You know what I mean? He'd have looked like Justin Bieber. <laughs> and the inside of people is changing with that. That's why I think that Westworld show is so goddamn good. Cause I think they got it really good. Cause that that's what's going to pop off. You start being able to actually recreate and engineer a person and then put, not, not only give them the opportunity to think, but give them the opportunity to make decisions for themselves like they did in Westworld. That, that is just disgusting. I mean, they didn't mean to do that, but that dude did that. And now these things have the internet in their head. And, and it's just, it, it, it's It's above smart. You know? It's as smart as the human race has ever been and then can think for itself. It's so many steps ahead of everybody. It's like you don't even know what to do with it. I fear that because I don't do all the drugs that I'll end up dying in a way. But to me, it kind of seems like The more natural you are, the better you should be. I mean, those Asian ladies and shit, Asian people that you see over there that be in the farms, they be farming and shit. They be in their 90s, still in the field. Eat fish every day, eat grains and rice and fresh veggies and and have no diseases, have nothing, no allergies, no. No allergies, you know what I mean? Nothing and just be healthy as fuck. Live until about 115 years old and shit. Fucking crazy, dude. So it's like, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to live a long life. People are like, they don't want to live forever. It's like, why? You know, I feel bad if everybody has to die before me, but I don't want to die before them. You want to die before everybody else just so that you're not alone? I don't want to be alone, but I don't want to die. I'll be alive forever. Everybody can die before me. I don't want to die before everybody else. I guess you say that if you have kids, though. You know what I mean? Like, parents aren't supposed to see their kids die. Which makes sense. Like, if you made something, this is rude. Like, if I made something in the yard, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at this sculpture I made, and it broke. I'd be real fucking mad about it. But if you made, like, a being, you know what I mean? I've busted many a nut. Many a nut. All over the place. I mean, there's nuts in places where they, where it shouldn't be. But it's there. But it did not grow up and have conscious and talk. And if it did, I would be terrified. Why is that refrigerator walking? Because I was drunk one night. <laughs> you know, but... If, if you would have to watch your child pass, that would probably be the worst scenario ever. And then it's like, how you come back from that? Do you have another kid to replace the kid? I don't think so. But maybe. Because you can never forget. I mean, even like, you know, women miscarry all the time. I'm like, that got to be rough. Especially if it's in the planning mode, like if if you miscarry before you, if you miscarry bef- before you, uh, before you really know what's going on, then maybe it you can unplug it, it'd be all right. Yeah then maybe it doesn't affect you as much. But, like, if you're, like, buying shit, you know, you got a name picked out, and then you miscarry, that one has to be fucking brutal. But I don't want to die. I sure as hell don't want to die now. And seeing Screech made me super sad. I'm just thinking about how... Fragile life is. I mean I know everybody's dying from the COVID, but don't nobody really give a shit about the COVID. I mean everybody's wearing masks and things are different now, but everybody's really mad about things being different and having to change the way they do things. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm over here drinking coffee again. But I don't want to uh I I don't want to speed it up, you know. If I could slow down death, because I think everybody starts dying at 25, right? Like your body quits growing at 25. You know, I assume that's the end. That that's when it's over. Like if you can't grow no more or do anything, and 25 is the best you'll be. You, I mean, you can you can make that and master that and make it better. But you won't grow no more. It's not like you're a kid no more. You got to your peak adult self. And now you can just, you'll have to do work in order to get past this. Because this is all I'm going to do for you. That means from there on out, at 25, you're, you're dying from there on out. You know what I mean? Like I'm 17 years dead right now. Is that right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm terrible at math. (laughs) I'm really not. But, you know, we're where we are, and I'm super jittery, and I just, I can't do the math. You know what I mean? I'm 18 years, 18. I'm like 17, 18 years. I'm 18 years dead, you know? And it's just, and because of how dead I am, I'm just trying to die a little slower than everybody else, you know, like no I'm seventeen years because screech uh is nineteen was nineteen years dead, he was nineteen years dead when he died, and that's super young to be because I think about it like that, that's how I like justify ages, so to me. Screech was only 19 when he died. I like got it, it gives perspective on how young you are because no one because when you're young people don't see old people. Like I work with kids now and I never have and they they don't know how old I am. You know what I mean? They know I'm not young like 20, 21, but they don't know how old. So I could be 30 or I could be 50. <laughs> and they don't know you know and this is a way for people to understand what age really is is that you quit aging you quit aging well you know what i mean like you're aging you're aging up as a kid in your whole life when you're growing, when you're growing up and that stops at 25 and then you start growing down until you're dead. And 19 years dead is relatively young. It's super young. I mean, you sound like a 19-year-old. You know what I mean? Like my grandpa died. He would have been 73 years dead. He was 73, right? Right? he was 98. What's 98 minus 20 is 78. Yeah. He was 75 years dead. That sounds pretty fucking old. That sounds like you, you you know, you lived a good long life. Not bad. I mean, he went out pretty bad. But I mean, he literally died of old age. He hung on as long as he could. And then literally just passed away with loved ones all around him. He was aware that everybody was around him and then he just passes out and dies of old age. I could go like that. I could go like that and don't need to have the babies because I got family. I got mad family. So I don't think I need to procreate weird that people ask, but I ain't got none. People like, you don't want none? Like, dude, I'm this old already and didn't do it. I have no, no inkling to do that. Having my own time. I'm so, I'm so selfish and so ignorant. We need another version of this? <laughs> we don't. I am very aware of what it is. And I don't want to add my ignorance to the rest of the world. One of me is plenty. What else is going on? Oh my God, dude. I finally watched and finished that motherfucking Tiger Woods fucking horse shit. I might have been the worst fucking documentary I ever watched in my life. Like, they... I talked about this before, and I'll just get mad, so I don't want to harbor on it or anything, but... They had this dude from the National Enquirer on there. And and the weirdest part about him being on there is that there's this ominous tone going throughout the entire documentary. I mean, he's winning all these accolades and awards for why people love him and the tone is like it's a scary movie and that him winning all this shit is bad they try to trash his dad and his upbringing i mean they literally just trash the guy the whole time and then here comes this sleazy national Enquirer editor with these sleazy glasses on little boats i mean he looks like a scumbag so much so that i question whether the documentary is real Like, it was, like, a hit piece on Tiger, but, like, it wasn't real. Like, it wasn't real. They made a fake documentary to try to make Tiger Woods look worse than he had already looked. I mean, you can't even say how bad he looked because he's going, I am white. I am a fucking bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. You know what I mean? Like, He called it out, and then he came back, and his greatness stood above all. The story is magnanimous. You can't say that it's a bad story, and that's what they tried to do. Oh, shut up. My bad. I shouldn't have done that. That was ignorant. I don't know why I... I don't know why... uh, I don't turn my phone off when I'm doing this because I'm an idiot. that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to turn it off so that I quit looking at it. but you know, it's my birthday, and people are hitting me up, which is super nice. I tell you why it's nice that people hit me up on my birthday, and I said it at the beginning of this is that I don't internet. I don't do it, you know. And so because I don't do it and I don't interact within that realm of the world, which I know is ridiculously huge, don't they say something like a billion people do Facebook? You know what I mean? Like, that's absurd. Absurd. It's a seventh of the world or something like that. I mean, that's that's a big chunk of people on the planet. That's some real shit. I don't know what the other platforms do, but that is real. I, have, I heard Bill Burr say something great the other day. And he was like, I love that young people don't like Facebook anymore because they think old people push. Like, it's an old people thing. But old people love it because they pushed young people out and gave them their own platform. And there's more old people than there are young people. There's young people coming, but most people, are not kids. Most people are old. So it gave them a platform. Hence the reason there's so many of those motherfuckers on there. But I don't get on there and socialize with people like everybody else is doing. Tell everybody what's going on in their life and what they're doing. I'm too busy living life to stop and take a photo and be like, look what I'm doing. Like I don't, I might stop and take the photo so that at a later date, I could look at the photo, you know, I didn't do this for everybody else. I didn't go on an adventure for everybody else. I went on an adventure for myself. And then when I get around everybody else, I will tell them about my adventure. Like I am a hoarder of memories, I don't need everybody knowing everything I'm doing. Your conversations are bland because all you do is talk about things that everybody else already knows because you already showed them. You're not saying anything to me that I don't already know. When I show up, you know nothing about me, which is super fun. You know, the conversations get wicked. You have no idea where I am, (laughs) where I'm coming from, and that's what the podcast is for is that nobody knows, none of my friends know what I'm doing. Because everybody's living their lives. Everybody got babies now and families. So they're doing family life, and I'm not around for a lot of that shit. So the only time we get to talk is when we text. And it's super nice because people hit me up on my birthday. And people don't, you know, I don't Facebook, which is a cheater. You know, people on there, like, wishing everybody happy birthday. And it's like, nigga, you put your birthday in there. Everybody knows it's your birthday. But I don't do that. So it means that people actually have to remember my birthday, which is super fucking nice that they call. Like, I love it. Love all them people. Getting obscure text messages from people that I haven't talked to in years, being like, oh, dude, I remembered your birthday. I mean, it helps that it's on a, I mean, it's not a holiday, but it is, you know, It's Groundhog's Day, you know, just on the cusp of are we done with snow or are we not? And it's always a mix of being right there on us. Like, we just got our bad snowstorm. I would like to think that that's going to be it. You know, it was warm. It tried to rain, but it's cold, so we caught all this snow, and it's still winter, so there's shit behind that warm shit that dropped this snow. And next week, it's going to be like zero. It's going to hurt. So I'm assuming we got a solid six weeks left. But then it'll be over, and we'll be in the spring. And people are aware of it. And then, you know, there's great movies here in the States about Groundhog Day. That Bill Murray shit. It's my, one of my favorite movies. I'm going to go downstairs and watch it and eat after this. But, uh, I don't know. I think people just, they know it's Groundhog's Day. If you're watching the news, they do that corny, go get the groundhog and see if he sees his motherfucking shadow. And people see that and then just remember my birthday and start hitting me up, which is fun. Uh, Used to be terrorizing as a child. Because the kids used to chase me around the playground. To try to hold me down to see whether or not I'd be able to see. Well, not so much me seeing my shadow, but they wanted to hold me down so they could see if, see my shadow, so they would know whether or not the snow was gonna be here or not, or, or, or warm weather was coming. So all three recesses, because we had three recesses. And lunch, so there was four of those. Fuck! There was four of those breaks where we were outside, and the whole time I'm outside, I am literally getting chased around by all the kids, and it was terrorizing. I hated it. it wasn't until I got older, that you know, it started being fun. And then I just realized, like, I don't have to run. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to kill me. I think I was about in the fifth grade when I decided. You know what? This is shit. I ain't running. And then they caught me and didn't know what to do with me. It's like a dog chasing a car. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to chase it, but what are you going to do once you get it, you know, idiot? You didn't think this through. And that's what happened. Once they, once I quit running, they quit chasing, and then that ended, which was nice. But it's been a pretty good day. What do I do? I got some fucking, man, dude, Jordana out here coming in in the clutch. She got me two nice bottles of tequila. Uh, Casa George Clooney's uh, tequila. She got me the Blanco and she got me the Reposado. If you don't know tequila, the Blanco is, uh, real tequila is made from the blue agave plant. 100% of it. You know, you get Cuervo and shit, Cuervo gold, whatever. And that shit's made with, like, 51% blue agave and then 49% horse shit, corn syrup, all that other shit that kills you. And that's why you get hangovers. That's why you don't like tequila. You're like, I don't be fucking with tequila. That shit fucks me up. Well, it's fucking you up because you ain't drinking tequila, idiot. You're drinking, you know what I'm saying, tequila and, and mud juice or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to drink one hundred percent you and you look for it, it's on the bottle. Like niggas out there drinking Patron. Be like, Patron is great. Well, it's hundred percent blue agave. You know, it's it's pure, real tequila. But it's not the only one. There are a bazillion great tequilas, other than patron, you know. Like I don't even drink patron because of it, because of how much I drank it before. But there's all these great tequilas, and tequila has all these different distinctions that people aren't aware of. It's really like whiskey. People should respect the fuck out of tequila, and they just don't, because it's coming from Mexico. First and foremost, how dare you? It has some of the go- most gorgeous coastlines in the world. Everybody wants to go on there on vacation. They just, they're undeveloped yet. It, it's because they are. But There's crazy history down there. There's a ton of great people that I know down there. I got buddies that live down there. And because the tequila is made from that blue agave plant, it's all sourced from one little section out of Mexico. I think it's like Oaxaca and the region around it. You know, that blue agave plant doesn't grow a lot of places. And so it's very specific. It's kind of like a bourbon being a Kentucky thing, you know. If you, if you say bourbon, you're talking about Kentucky whiskey. And that's what tequila is. Tequila is specific to a region in Mexico, to where all of it's coming from. And so not only do you get that, it got this scotch thing going with it where, like, you know, you age shit and it gets better. You know, you get a, you get a right out the gate or you get a five year, or a 10 year. And these things are, are more expensive and more refined. Tequila does the exact same thing. So when you would go get your normal bottle of Patron, that clear shit, they'd call that silver. Like it's Patron silver, right? Cause it's, it's clear or they call it silver or they call it white or they call it Blanco or they call it Plata. You know, there's all these different distinctions for it just being straight tequila. Like, they took that blue agave plant. They did whatever the fuck they do when they're brewing shit, like when they're doing whiskey. But they did it with that agave plant. And then the booze came out and it was clear. Like, whiskey's clear and the bourbon's clear until they put it in that motherfucking barrel and leave it in there. But the tequila comes out and it's clear. And so that is your silver or white or whatever the fuck. Well, if you take that and then you put it in them barrels, and maybe they use an oak, like, bourbon barrel cast or some shit like that, some oak cast, some cherry whatever the fuck. They take whatever barrels they have, and they buy it, and they put that Blanco in the barrel. They'll leave that shit in there for, like, three months. And if they do, they said they let it rest. So it's a rested tequila, which, they, which is down there called Reposado. It's rested. So that's for 3 months. And if they do that for a year, they'll say and leave it in there for a year, they'll say that it's aged. And that is an aged tequila. So they call it a nejo. It's aged. And then if they let that motherfucker go for longer than a year, they say it's extra aged, so it's an extra añejo. And those are the bottles that, you know what I mean, that big dick bottle. You know, like the the one that everybody really likes, the, the Voss. That Class A Azul. You you'll see it, it looks like a Voss. It doesn't even look like a liquor bottle. That is Class A Azul, which is a super premium tequila. And that is their middle one. You know, you have the Blanco, you have Reposado, you have Anejo, you have Extra Anejo. That is a Reposado. It is a rested form of that Class A Azul. They took whatever they made and they put it in that barrel and they left it in there for three months and then they stuck it in that pretty-ass bottle, sold it to you for somewhere in between $120 and $180. You know what I mean? You go to a restaurant, you pay somewhere in between 40 and 60 bucks a shot for that shit. You know what I mean? Depending on how they're dealing with it. Like, that shit's expensive as fuck. But super, super, super fucking good. So, Miss Jordania goes out and gets me motherfucking George Clooney's tequila, Casamigos. She got me the Blanco, which is amazing for mixing. We're using that for margaritas, and it is smooth as fuck and great. Almost tastes like water. It's so goddamn good. And I had tried it before. I just haven't had it in a long time. And she got me the Reposado also. So she got me two of them. And the Reposado is really smooth. Has a little bit more of a tequila taste, but on the back end, it's almost like a caramel or something like in the back end of it. Really, really fucking good. And because it's a Reposado, it's rested and was put in those barrels, it has a little tint to it. So obviously the tint of the Anejo would be even darker because it stayed in the barrel longer so it comes out a little darker. Like I had that Class A Azul uh, extra Anejo and when we poured that shit out it looked like Um, whiskey like you wouldn't know that I was drinking tequila if you saw me drinking that in a glass you would think I was drinking whiskey and then it's almost sweet but tastes like whiskey until you start smacking your lips at the end and then you can taste the tequila it's amazing. It was the it, it's the best liquor I've ever had in my life. You know what I mean? I I I'm a bartender by heart. And so I love booze. And I've been trying to make my way towards scotch for years. And you know I'm a I bourbon. Bourbon is my go-to. It's what I drink if I get to choose one. Blanton's. Blanton's is my favorite bour- bourbon. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other good ones, you know what I mean? Like I like Woodford Reserve. Um I like Elijah Craig. My lady likes Elijah Craig. It's pretty good. I like it. Kind of smoky. Um, man, dude, I like the sauce, dude. I, I don't mind Maker's Mark. If we ain't got nothing, dude, I'll I'll do. I call it the sauce. I will do a little bit of. Give me a little bit of sauce. You know what I mean? I'll do a little bit of sauce. You know what I'm mean? saying? So I like the Maker's Mark. Man, I like Knob Creek. Knob Creek goes hard as fuck. I like all four of roses. You know what I mean? I'm a bourbon dude. I like bourbon. But I've been trying to make the jump to scotch. And I, I, I don't I don't mind it. It's just it's not for me yet. I can't just enjoy it. I could have one. But it isn't like, mm, that was good. Give me another. Like it don't have that on me. I tried one that I did really like. It's called Jura. My rep told me at the time. That it was like the intermediary, like if you're bourbon and you're trying to make the the jump from bourbon to scotch, this is the one to be drinking. It's called Jura, J-U-R-A scotch. But I think they they do it in a bourbon cast or some shit like that in the barrel or something instead of like a or something like that. I can't remember what he told me, but super f- I Remember how fucking good it was and that it was scotch, and I was like, holy shit, this could have me drinking scotch. But before I got to make the jump, as I've been trying to, I accidentally got into tequila. And now it's about tequila. Like, I drink tequila now. Like, I could go to the bar and get this Reposado neat and just sip it. Or throw it on the rocks and throw a lime in it and get busy. I just I never realized that tequila went as hard as it did until I started working in these restaurants that are dealing with so much tequila. It was it was a great informational tutorial on a booze that I just didn't respect and I feel like a lot of people don't. You know. A lot of people don't respect it, especially when it starts getting expensive because I think they don't think of Mexico as having like a class like that, like how could you make something so luxurious? But, I mean, they have all those beaches and shit. You know, they understand, even though companies come from outside of there to maybe build the resort, people are aware of the luxury of what they have down there. And you're talking about farmers. Nobody gets to see what they had to do in order to actually make a bottle of Class Azul, you know? They're out there farming, doing real dirty work to make this gorgeous, beautiful product. But it comes out great. And that's what I got. I got a great product in that Casamigos. And Jordania did that for my birthday. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to have me a nice margarita when I go downstairs. And watch Groundhog's Day and celebrate my birthday. Because today is all about me. I mean, the podcast is always all about me, but today the podcast is extra about me. Just a, just a tad bit extra. The only thing that would make the birthday better is if we were somewhere warm, you know, being somewhere warm, maybe swinging golf clubs and cussing in the middle of somewhere nice. Sounds like fun. But. We're in Ohio, it is about 30 degrees, there's snow everywhere, and it's cold as fuck. I mean, it's better than zero, it's going to be like zero next week. I'm not looking forward to that. But, we're still out here, we're still living life, it's fun. 53 minutes. 53 fucking minutes of running my goddamn yap, have no idea what the hell I've been talking about. But again, it's my birthday and I'm having fun. Having fun doing it. Going to keep doing it. Shout out to everybody to call and wish me happy birthday, man. Love all you motherfuckers. That shit's fun. It's fun to get together. And you can't because of the COVID, which is sad. But it's a great way to save money. I don't know what everybody else is doing. If you don't have a job because of this shit, that is the fucking worst. But if you do and you're not saving money whilst having this opportunity to save money, then you're fucking up. Because this is a glorious moment. To save a ton of money when you don't have to be out. And you can use corona as an excuse to not be out. Like, I don't know how well you can not do things, but I'm telling you, from experience, doing things, completely overrated. I can do a whole bunch of nothing. Like you're doing right now? like I'm doing right fucking now and be completely content and happy. can't believe I drink coffee now. I don't do it often. I literally do it like when I'm off. I, I use the coffee like booze. It makes me super fucking hyper because I don't do it often. And then it's on me for a while. Uh, so I probably drink. what do you think? I drank four cups. What? I was saying one, but now I got to jump it because I've been going hard. So I'll say I drank four cups of coffee a week. But it all happens within two days. Like I drink two cups in one day and two cups in another day. And uh, that's my coffee habit right now. It's not something that I, I guess it's not a problem where I think it's a problem cuz I just don't like getting used to something and then having to do more of it in order to get the same effect. It's why I don't smoke a lot of the devil's lettuce, just enough to turn the devil into a conversation piece. And then I'm good. Like I don't want to be I don't want to be in hell, you know. I don't want to be in there, but I do like knowing that it exists. Like that's nice. It make you act right. you know what I mean you be acting recklessly because you don't think hell exists you know what I'm saying and then all of a sudden you know it does it'll make you turn it'll make you tune up that's the only reason religion is good right is it make you think like make you be a good person but most religious people don't actually believe it like they are all liars which is why they are all pieces of shit like because if you actually believed The shit you're saying, you'd be a way better person than you're being. You're a piece of shit. And you're even more of a piece of shit because you are aware that you're a piece of shit. And you need to get it together. You know, you need to live by these laws that you say are real. Because what are you going to do? You know, the worst part about all of it is that you have the opportunity to forgive. Like, can I cut someone's head off? And before you kill me in death row, say, I'm sorry for doing what I did. Please forgive me, Lord. And when you electrocute me and you send yourself to hell until you forgive, instead of going to hell for cutting off babies' heads, I get to go to heaven because I apologized? Like how many terrible people are in heaven? Like the joke is always that everybody fun is in hell. But I don't think so. I think heaven is probably a terrible, terrible place where everyone's up there. Hitler's up there. Genghis Khan is up there. Or don't they say Asians don't have souls? So I guess they can't go. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. What were we watching the other day? They said that shit on TV. That was funny as fuck. We were watching something, and they got mad at somebody. I don't know if it was Family Guy or something, but they were just, you know Asians don't have souls. It was like, oh, shit. Woo! You know what I mean? That That harsh shit. But that just means everybody's up there. All these terrible dictators and whoever the fuck. All they have to do, John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, motherfucker. who's the dude who was eating people here in Ohio? Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah, did you not know that? He's from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, all them guys, you don't think they forgave? You don't think they apologized before they pulled the trigger and killed those dudes? They did. I'm sorry, Lord. Please forgive me for everything I did. And they fucking meant it when they said it because they knew they were dying. And he goes, thank you for acknowledging my presence and the skills that I have in being able to help you out. You are forgiven. Or does it just get you in the door? You know, you forgave and now you got to go to heaven court, you know. You were like, okay, you are obviously upset about what you got going on, and you want to not be the guy that we saw on the videotape that you are. So explain to me why I should let you in. It gave you that shot. Instead of you just going to hell, you got an opportunity to explain yourself. So what do you do? Like all the pedophiles, they get every fucking pedophile that has ever existed that you're like, you're a hundred percent sure that motherfucker went to hell. He didn't. How many of those preachers and shit, you know, the real rules to that shit and be fucking praying and for, and asking for forgiveness for these lustful, tasteless scenarios. They have, and they attack these little kids because you told them they couldn't fuck nothing. You know? It's in our nature to fuck something. And you told them they can't fuck nothing. So they fuck the closest thing to a chick that they can find. It's this little dude. And he gets fucked. And now he's fucked. And well, guess what? He's fucked. So he grows up and he starts fucking. I'm not rationalizing pedophilia by any means. <laughs> I'm saying... That the religion created, helped create it. Because they didn't give these guys a natural outlet. You know? You need to let them fuck something. You can only rub one out for so long. And You're telling them they're not allowed to fuck. So they only fuck people that have to keep their mouth shut anyway, like them. So that's what they did. Religion did that to them. And then these fuckers apologize to the Lord for what they've been doing. They die, and then they get to go up there and say they're peace, and now they're up there in fucking heaven because they apologize. When, no, you're the bad guy. You should go to hell, and you shouldn't be allowed to apologize for it. You should just have to live that fucking life now, over and over, getting burned to death for enjoying it and feeling what it is, you know? Like, we morally torture people by putting them in prison and everything for scenarios like that. But if you actually believe in the Bible and all that shit, you know, I don't. But, like, if you did, then shouldn't you act right? You you should act right. You should be super worried about it and be like, I'm going to live a righteous life so that when I die, I get to go to this place. And it's like, dude. don't believe in none of that shit you should just be a good person you should treat people the way you want to be treated i mean i don't want somebody like grabbing me and randomly fucking me in the butt i'm assuming nobody else wants that either so guess what i'm totally not gonna do it chris rock said it well too in his joke you're always thanking god for what you have but you don't thank him for what you don't like you're not attracted to kids you should thank God for that. Like that's a bad one if you got it. <laughs> it was a super good joke cuz it was it was so on the nose. Like dude, can you imagine actually being attracted to kids, dude? The fucking worst. And so what do you do? You apologize to God so you you don't have to burn in hell for something that you can't help. Like So God created you, made you attracted the little kids, and then told you, if you do it, you're going to hell. You know? Like, what a piece of asshole shit this dude is. Why would you do that to somebody? And then he does it to you. But is that his out? Oh, it was a test. That's why I said all you had to do was forgive, and i let you come up here anyway. What a piece of shit. Hell yeah. What a piece of shit this dude is. You know? So that's why I run into somebody that's overtly religious. I got to know them because I got to get to know you because just as soon as I hear that you're super religious, I immediately am thinking sketchy shit. Like one of my best friends is really religious. I love, he's like a brother to me. I love that motherfucker and he a good dude. You know what I mean? But I know too many people that are religious that are just pieces of shit. So I kind of, even though he, like, I got him in the corner being like, all right, well, this guy's good. Most of them that I've met are pieces of shit, and I see through it. But, you know, that's because I'm ignorant, and that's how I talk. And we're an hour and four minutes in here, and, you know, I can only talk ignorance for so long. I mean, I can keep doing it, but it is my birthday, and I'm going to go celebrate it the way that anybody else would do which is go imbibe in a whole bunch of the booze. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I got that Blantons down there, so we're going to go hard. And then, you know, Jordanian got went over here and got me some George Clooney. So we're going to go Ocean's 11 or 12, maybe 13, yeah, and go hard. Go get into stealing, doing some niggerish shit, <laughs> and uh, go have fun. Thanks for everybody that listens. I appreciate the shit out of it. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, we'll do this again soon. Talk to you motherfuckers later.